about your week. Or maybe not. Whatever time it is, I can tell you it's still time for Geeks Does. And what will episode 164? <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink, <I> just- <laughs> everybody. Welcome to episode 164, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. You're right there, Ed? I just tripped on my own tongue. (laughs) You looked kind of rocky from the start. Was there something wrong with the sound? Was I a little too loud? (laughs) You went loud, and then you just turned it down. It's like like a playing low. (laughs) And then you turned it back off. Well, I was trying to get the right sound. It's kind of where you could hear the music, but then overpowering by my voice, because again, wintertime i'm still and after talking like my voice is starting to go yeah so it's like i better come up with something <laughs> well you if you didn't sing that song after the show <laughs> <laughs> i might still sing the song after the show during this show not this episode but episode three uh-huh. maybe part three part three yeah we're not going to go back to episode three and sing that song <laughs> no part three of episode 164 yes part three all right in the meantime Hi, welcome to the show. For those of you who are new, that was Ed. I am Sean. We are your hosts for this show that is called Geeksters. A show that will take you not a dimension of sight and of sound, but of mind. <laughs> it's a show we like to call Geeksters. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Thank you. In this show, we will take you to faraway lands. We will? Yes, we will take you to what is the latest and maybe not so greatest in news and entertainment in yeah. the geek community or in the world. I can get into that. Can you? Yes. Well, I could because you're a major part of it. You're at least 50%. <laughs> I am? Yes. Who knew? You're a host <laughs> of the show. I'll take you beyond sight and beyond sound, but to mind. <laughs> a show called Geeksters. You have now entered the Geekster Zone. There's a geek on the wing. There's a geek on the wing. I don't know. But there is a geek on the wing. Try to get my autograph. (laughs) So, sit back, relax, while we, in part one, catch up on everyone's week. Yes. And by everyone, I mean me and Ed's. <laughs> and I bring to you a long overdue review on a movie called Tomorrowland. Oh. And about the brightness and the happiness of a possible beautiful future. Yes. One that starts anew with you in your heart just believing. I believe in you. You should believe in yourself. Sounds riveting. What else do we do? We just catch them every round this week. We talk about the Muppets. <laughs> we talk box office. There you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll get around That's to it. I'll get around to it. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to inspire and talk to people and give them the old, you can do it, buddy. I believe in you. You have that crazy dream. Go out and do it. And you're just like, yeah, what else do we do? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> business, 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 business. I'm the dreamer. <laughs> You can call me the Space Cowboy. <laughs> or me, some people call me Maurice. <laughs> Who calls you Maurice? 
Well, you know. I want to meet those people. It's because I'm a smoker. I'm a toker. I'm a midnight joker. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's a midnight talker. I like to say joker. Uh, okay. Because I make, I make people jokes. I make jokes. And <laughs> at, make midnight. jokes. <laughs> at midnight. At midnight. At midnight. I wake up. Or if I'm awake, I make a joke. <laughs> it's usually knock knock. Are you ever asleep at midnight? Never, rarely. Yeah, very rarely. Mainly because my girlfriend lives an hour behind me. Uh, sometimes, usually around twelve o'clock midnight, I'm either on the phone with her, or I'm playing a video game, or I'm watching TV, or reading a book. Uh, I, I read a book when I'm ready to go to bed. Okay. Like right now, I'm glad you brought that up, Ed. Oh. Next week on the Amazon Prime stuff, there's a show called The Men in the High Castle, mm-hmm. which is based off a book by Philip K. Dick, the guy who wrote, um, who basically the movie Blade Runner was based off um, Do Electric Sheep, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Yes. He also wrote the very short story called uh, Total Recall, mm-hmm. which inspired not one but two movies. Right. Um, and this one is another one of his novels. Um, I'm going to say short novel, possibly. Mm-hmm. Probably 240 pages. Which, I, to me, I think is kind of small. Yeah. I think, because I mean, after reading the unabridged version of The Stand by Stephen King, all books seem kind of short. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I heard Water Pieces is a long one that you could... <laughs> I, no, I couldn't... The Stand was, was, was long, enough. En- long enough for me. Um, but this one is about, you know, what it's an alternate world where mm-hmm. alternate dimension, I guess you can kind of say, yeah. where um, Germany and Japan, the axis of evil uh-huh. is what they called in yeah, World War right. II. Yeah. They won the war. They won World War II. And now it's in the early to mid 60s, I think. OK. And it's about the world they live in. Like America is split in half. Where the East Coast, most of the East Coast is under Germany rule, mm-hmm. and most of the West Coast is ruled by Japan. Mm-hmm. And there's a strip in in the United States, I would say, like the Midwest, mm-hmm. that's called a kind of like a neutral zone, okay. where some people live not really free, but not really, you know, it's kind of like where they go to escape. They don't want to live under German rule or Japan rule, so. But it's not. It's kind of like America. It's not really America anymore mm-hmm. because America has been destroyed. Right. Um, and, and so the show takes place in that time. And I'm interested in that show, but I don't have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, all right. But I know it's based on a book, so I started reading the book like a couple weeks back. Okay. And the book is slow and it's boring, and then, it, then like nothing really happens in this book. Bo- in this book, in this story, <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> I, I don't get why he wrote this. Like, what's the point? It was just a story just to write. But then I realized, do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep had nothing to do with Blade Runner. Yes. Total Recall had nothing to do with the movies. Yes. So I'm like, this this book, I'm reading a book that's probably going to have nothing to do with the TV show. <laughs> like, nothing. Because they, they have characters, and they're in, like, you know, um, there's Jap- Japanese characters, and then there's German characters, and, they're, you know, you see the images, and they're, like, in the... Nazi SS uniforms. Yeah. And I'm like, it looks really good visually. Yeah. Like they have this nice little shot of Times Square. Because they, they kept everything. They just it's now under Nazi rule. Mm-hmm. Times Square with a big, you know, um thing. Yeah. Even though it's the sixties, it still has like a modern kind of flair to it. Right. Because 
Germany was more, I would say, they were more interested in advancements. Right. Like they have Zeppelins, they have rocket ships going to other planets. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at it? I'm just curious about something. As you're okay. talking about this guy, I want... Philip K. Dick? Yes. So, uh... Philip K. Dick. Ed has to talk into his phone. He couldn't have just typed that out, even though I, we're recording. I, I love this laziness I have now. <laughs> so right now, everybody in, over this listening going, Ed, just talk to his phone. Okay, he passed away in 82. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. So I'm just I'm just curious, yeah. like, that the, the Panavision, because I know, like, his life uh, was a tormented one. Oh, bit, okay. And, uh, like... But I thought it was like way like a lot long time ago. Oh, like sixties and seventies. Yeah, yeah. Like like it's like a shot of Times Square, but instead of like the Fanavision, like there's a big Nazi flag with a swastika Mm -hmm. on it. It's it's stunningly kind of like creepy. Yeah. Going, oh my god, that could have been a world that could have been a world we live in. I know that there's supposed to be like in the in this story, Mm -hmm. there's a book that someone wrote, which was supposed to be a fictional book about what if Nazi Germany and Japan lost the war and, like, what the world would be like without it. And, of course, it's a band book, of course. Because, you know, and some people have it, you know, are reading it. But so far, there's, like, no movement about it. There's nothing, like, there's no action. It's, like, people, like, kind of, like, live in day-to-day and there's, like, a woman who's divorced. And- well, like, you know, like, like uh, the, one, of the, one of the ones that they did, there was a movie called The Scared Darkly. I don't know if you've, mm-hmm. you've seen that. And there's a book. And it's not that really that impressive of a story, <laughs> but the movie is is, is visually is cool, cool right? Because they, they they do that Panavision right. design, that scope, pentascope uh, uh, or something like that. It's like, yeah, uh, where it's ad- they they do sell animation over the live an- the live action, action, right? And it gives it like the, a lot of like once that movie it was real popular in commercials. Yes, and then they made a movie out of it. But I'm starting to realize Philip K. Dick, I don't think he was that good of a writer. <laughs> which I'm kind of annoyed because I love Blade Runner. Yeah. I love Total Recall. And um, I'm like, I probably would love this show. I mean, I like Scanner Darkly. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I can't. I'm, I'm trudging through this book hoping something's going to happen. But I have maybe like 100 pages left. <laughs> I'm like, nothing is happening in this, mo- this book. Unless it's going to be like all happening in the last chapter. Yeah. Where they you know realize, oh, there's a time rift and we can go to the real America. I, I don't know. Like, I do not know. And I'm forcing myself to read this book. <laughs> and I hate that I have to force myself to read this book. Because the last book I read, which was Ready Player One, yeah. was an amazing book. Yeah. Amazing. So there's people you know, out there, it's about the guy who, it's, it's like a post-utopian world. Where a guy creates um, like an internet kind of thing. I talked about. It on, I think I talked about it on the mm, show. Yes, you did. You know, go listen to another episode. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to describe it again. But it's a really, really good book. I highly recommend Ready Player One. Yes, awesome, awesome book. He wrote another book called like The Armada or something. I think I'll get. I might get that next. Okay. Because I do like it's along the same veins, kind of like a little bit of like a Last Starfighter kind of feel to it. Okay. But anyway, so uh, yeah, that's. Pretty much part one, we talked the box office, we talked Tomorrowland, we catch up on each other's weeks, and that's it. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you at the end, folks. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Woo, welcome to the show. Hi, Ed. How are you? All right. How are you? Um, meh. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? Um, I'm, th- I'm thinking pretty much in I mean, I'm, I'm just... 
I'm just scratching at the at the bit, you know, waiting. scratching at the door, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for midnight for uh, the seventeenth. So, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, Ed, Ed's got Ed's got a big week ahead of him, folks. Um, Ed's getting himself an early. Well, his wife got him an early Christmas present. Why don't you tell him what it is, Ed? I'm getting a PlayStation Four. Yay! Not just any PlayStation Four. No, right? no. Why don't you tell them what PlayStation you're getting? I am getting the uh, Star Wars edition of Battlefront uh, uh, PlayStation Four. Uh, yes, that would be the 500 gig PS4 with the Darth Vader head etched in the side of it. Yes. Good choice, my friend. Good choice. <laughs> that comes with Battlefront, a bunch of extra stuff for for four new game four other games they're older games but they're uh, star wars yeah, games they're star know, wars so. themed yep, so, so it counts yep uh yeah so you're going to be uh waist deep in star wars by the by 1201 1205 they probably at this point <laughs> on uh and so it has to be tuesday early morning yes yes congratulations so, thank you <laughs> you know i my suggestion to you yeah go home set it up right away make sure there's no problems with it right just so that way in case there is, you can bring it right back. Yes. Like the next day or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll Definitely. get a text. You'll never guess what happened. Because <laughs> like, when I got my Batman one, I told you my controller was busted. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like the one at X button was stuck. I was like, fuck. <laughs> hey. I went back like, right the next day. I was like, I need a new one. Oh, that's so, good. Uh, yeah. Mm, so yeah. looking forward to that. If you want, you can join Ed and I at the GameStop at Bel Air Plaza <laughs> <laughs> for lots of laughs and nothing else. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's it, really. Uh, you know, um, trying to think. Uh, I mean, I've, I've I've actually been catching up on Supergirl, so uh, you know, I'm pretty. Has up it to gotten the... any better for you? Yeah, actually, you know, I have to say, like the first episode, I wasn't too thrilled with, but. It's getting more and more, you know, I, I like the fact that there is a, a, a lot of action in this show that, you know, like, I mean, I know like Arrow and, and Flash does have the, the action in it and as well as the drama. But I mean, it's 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 good that it's it's almost like if they put it on the CW, it would fit in, you know, like, okay. like it would be that kind of show like like you could see it on CBS or the CW. I mean, I know the CBS owns part of CW. Right. So, you know, you could kind of see the correlation between them. Sure. So it's 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 nice to see that and I'm I'm glad they they've kind of I guess maybe talked to the people at at CW that are working on Flash and and Well, actually the people who made Supergirl helped make Flash and Well, there you go. Yeah, it's it's not the other way around. It's not it's, the other way around. All it's, right. It's the guys who created Arrow and Flash was like, "Hey, we got another show. We want to do Supergirl. Who wants to buy it?" And NBC was like, "I'll CBS was like, "I'll buy it." Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, so it's getting interesting, you know. I mean, it's you know. I mean, at first I wasn't too thrilled about the whole close knit family, you know. Uh, <laughs> you, I want my superheroes loners, right? Well, the, the 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 I guess the new bad person, like that's going to be like the predominant of the season is her aunt, you know, oh, from Krypton. Okay. Oh, okay. And and like her sister, her her adopted sister. Works for this secret organization that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that old gag. Yes. So other than that, though, I mean, it's pretty good. You All know? right. Um, I mean, Christopher Farquhart in it playing this media mogul is really good. I mean, she's a really good character. Really good. So, yeah. Okay. It's good. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I plan on seeing it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I am so far behind on Arrow. Like I said, I think I said last week yeah. that I actually had to restart season two on Blu-ray because I was like, I popped in season three on Blu-ray and I'm like, I don't 
what happened in season two? <laughs> the last thing I remember was Deathstroke killing Oliver's mom. I'm like, I must have missed a shit ton. I mean, I know Raz Ghouls mentioned a couple times. I'm like, I, I got to watch the season. I got to watch season two before I can watch season three again. And then I got to finish season three before I can even start season four. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, at least I got Flash not out of the way, so I can at least kind of DVR or, or um, on-demand this current season mm-hmm. to try to catch up. Man, it's tiring, Ed. You know how much? You know how, how hard it is to lay around and just watch TV? <laughs> it's draining. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, know, you lay in bed and you watch like like four hours of television, not commercial-free. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to go upstairs. I got to go downstairs. It's like, I got to you know, get something to eat or have a cigarette. It's like... Ooh, why is my all stiff? I'm like, I'm just like, ah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, like, or oh, I got to pee. Ooh, why does my back hurt me? Oh, because I've been laying down all day. <laughs> That's why when I, when uh, uh, they did Daredevil on Netflix, uh. I actually like got up a couple times and was walking around my room watching it, you know, like watch- <laughs> pacing it like, oh. yeah, just so I wouldn't oh. get those. Those pains and aches when I got up because I I did watch the first like five episodes of of, of yeah because yeah. you can't help but you watch can't, you can't help yourself and then after that I was like ooh like oh <laughs> like, oh my god who I pulled something laying around <laughs> I pulled something doing nothing Jesus Christ <laughs> uh, yeah but I'm <laughs> next week starts the new Netflix show Jessica Jones oh yeah so it's like. I'm I'm like I know it's got uh, Luke Cage in it. I'm really excited, and the trailers I've seen yeah. look awesome. I'm just glad it, it's like I'm like, well, I'm gonna be vegging in front of the TV. Like, there you go. <laughs> like me and my dad, because it's like he's interested in seeing. Because he's like, I saw the trailer; it looks really good. I'm like, I know. <laughs> he's like, does this mean we're gonna have to like binge watch it next weekend? I'm like, yes, yes, we are. He's like, okay. <laughs> I might. I am to have time to go back and just kind of rewatch all of Daredevil like yeah. before that, just so I can go get into that. My, I mean, I know they are not going to really cross over yet. Yeah, but it's still just the idea. I just love that Daredevil. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Ed. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, well, we didn't again. Uh, typical Thursday night. Yes, this Thursday night was a little different though because we had our friend Dave come in. Yes, join us, um, and we basically watched a lot of the Muppet Show. Yes, because. Ed and I, <laughs> I saw it, and your wife saw it. Yeah, there's a guy, a character on the show, a Muppet that looks like our friend Dave. Yes, Chip the IT guy. <laughs> it's a great caricature of our friend Dave. Yes. Um, so like the first episode when I first saw him, I was almost in tears, not because of what was happening on the screen, was because that guy walked by. I'm like. Oh my god, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, sure, he's all felt and muppety, but I know that guy. <laughs> and then I was like, well, when I talked to you, I was like, did you see? He's like, yeah, I saw it. You know, like your wife put it out. Yeah, because so, we because we we actually had it on DVR. We didn't watch it like when it premiered because we were watching something else. But then like, after we were done those shows, we turned it on and and we're watching it. And all of a sudden, my wife's like, stop the stop it right now, pause it, <laughs> rewind. And look again. Look at the background character. And sure enough, yeah, there, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I was like, wow. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so he, but he hasn't seen. He only saw a handful of episodes. He only saw like the first episode, really. Right. It's, it's... So we had the kind of marathon of the Muppets. Woo! <laughs> That's kind of what we did Thursday. So there was no real movie involved. Yeah. Um, 
I did go see a movie today. Did you? Yes, I did. I saw Tomorrowland. Ah. I know you saw it. Yes. What did you think of it? You know, I, I mean, <coughs> I only saw it once at midnight on a ship. So, I mean, like, you got to take <laughs> it that. It was kind of dark. And <laughs> I was like, I was half drunk. <laughs> and there was a midget him sitting in my lap. Like, <laughs> it was, it, to me, it was like a bizarre scenario. Only because, you know, we, we, we you know, you, you do a whole day of something, and then, like, all of a sudden... Right, like, you're admit- on a Disney cruise, yes. and Tomorrowland was coming out the next day. Yes. So what they did was they kind of like, hey, everybody, midnight, we're going to... Right, and it's, it was included in the pack. It's not like I had to pay an extra ticket. Right. So, like, if I didn't see it, I wouldn't lost it, like, lost right. any it money. Like a, it was like a little, hey, since you're, since you're already trapped on a boat, yeah. why don't you come see a movie? Right. All right. So, they, you know, because we saw a few movies, actually, like, when we were out to sea, like... There was a few movies like we saw Big Hero Six, and... Jaws, Poseidon Adventure. That's, that's the kind of movies I want to be playing when I'm on a cruise. <laughs> Jaws, Poseidon Adventure, both versions. You know, something good, like something on the water makes you scared. You know, like you're, on the, you're like on a flight and you want to see the. Uh... I want. I want to see like the... airport movies. Yes. Yeah. Oh no! There's a... Or uh, like uh, what's that one? Executive decision. Yeah. <laughs> I think of the Twilight episode with Shatner. There's a man. I'm the wig. Yes. yes. Give me those. <laughs> Freak everybody out. <laughs> so, uh, yes, on tonight's ship, we're going to watch Jaws 2, <laughs> Jaws 3 in 3D, <laughs> Jaws 4. This time, it's personal. <laughs> Titanic. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be a good one. <laughs> yes. Everyone's like, Oh my God, are we gonna hit an iceberg? We're in the Caribbean. There's no icebergs. You're fine. Okay, I'll watch it. Then. <laughs> and then just after the movie, you see a bunch of people run to the front of the boat. Go. Okay, go out. So many people on the boat actually kind of leans it's forward funny. a little bit. <laughs> Today, a freak accident happened in the seas. Where? Um, 3,000 people ran towards the front of a boat just to yell, I'm king of the world. <laughs> I would sell tickets to that spot. I would court it off. I'd be like, I'm sorry, what are you here for? Can we, uh, you know, just do king of the world? You just watched Titanic, didn't you? All right, but gotta give me something. Anything. Whatever you feel. Dollar, sure. Just, just let just, All right, sure. Next. Next. <laughs> just pocket. Making it rain, yo. What, 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 what? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so, okay, so the circumstances might not have been ideal. Yeah, right, because they're saying you're tired. And, I, I mean, I d- did enjoy it. I, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, I mean, apparently not many people other, because uh, <laughs> it, it didn't do well, I think. Uh, um, I, you know what, I'm going to look financially. You Utah. That's what I heard. I mean, I heard a lot of people said, you know, a lot of critics were, were not uh, thrilled about it. And the I said, you know, being that I think now it's on DVD at this point, Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, that's how I watched it. That's how you watched it. Right, 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 okay. It. Um, but uh, it, the, I would have liked to see more of Tomorrowland. That was that was the, you know, because you figure that's the name of the movie, you're going to see more of Tomorrowland. Okay. And there wasn't that much of Tomorrowland in it. It was the journey to get to Tomorrowland was the, the point of it. I, okay. I would, all right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, am, I, am I wrong? Um, hold on. See, uh, <laughs> Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, why can't I... your bottom dollar that tomorrow? Why can I not find it? There'll be some. All right. Well, anyway, but I mean, I mean, for George Clooney, it was a good picture. 
You know, I mean, you know, you see George out there and doing some. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, okay, here it is. I don't know why it was okay. It made uh, the budget was two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Worldwide gross was two hundred and five million. So yeah, it didn't do. Um, uh, worldwide gross would that also include domestic? Mm-hmm. Okay, just yeah, it made two hundred. So it was about twenty million short of yeah. of breaking even. Right. Probably made all that up in DVD, DVD sales. sales. Yeah. Okay, so I saw it. Yes, what did you think? Well, first, the only reason why I saw it, I wanted to see it. I went to see it in the theaters, but I, something else was going on, or I might have been sick, or something else. Right. My girlfriend saw it. She loves the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's like, you got to watch it. I think you would like it, because it's, it's right up your alley. I'm like, okay. I'm like, sure, why not? Um, I got Because I love George Clooney. Like, the other day, I don't know if you've seen it, George Clooney is now shilling a, a, shilling a, uh, um, a coffee maker. With Danny DeVito? Yes, with Espresso, yes. I was like, I'm watching this commercial. I thought, well, are they, are they going to be in a movie together? I'm like, is this Twins 2? Like, uh, <laughs> and then it's a coffee maker. I'm going, I kind of want that coffee maker now. I love George Clooney. He could sell me anything. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee, Ed. And George Clooney's like, I'll here, buy this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, George Clooney doesn't have to sell shit. He chose to promote this yeah. and, and get paid. I mean, DeVito, all right, I like Danny DeVito too, but he's, you know, I'm sure he's willing to sell himself sh- short of everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not surprised that he would be in that commercial. Yes. Him being in that commercial with George Clooney, I was like, those two I would never, ever think I'd see on screen. Yeah. Like, let alone the small screen. And they're selling something, a coffee maker. I'm going, I, I kind of want to buy it. Because Clooney is like, you know what? If all the coffee makers in the world, I could stand behind and tell you, go, buy this one. It's this one. I'm like, I'm sold, George. <laughs> <laughs> so, really? Okay, like I say, I'm, I'm mesmerized by his charm. <laughs> to me, he is a classic Hollywood movie star. Yeah. Like of the 40s and 50s. Like the, And here comes George Clooney looking all dapper. Hey, everybody, what's up? Going. Yeah. Sure, I'll sign your stuff. Yeah, la, 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 like all being all, but always having this charismatic. Movie. Yeah, he's very yeah. charismatic and very kind of pleasing. So <clears throat> we red boxed it today. Pop it in. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I'm gonna actually go and buy the DVD. All right. Yeah, because I I liked. I knew that you were like, eh, it's not about Tomorrowland, but the journey to towards toward Tomorrowland. Yeah. It's not even about that, Ed. Really? It's about the hope of a better tomorrow. <laughs> Like there, you kind of. Missed- I don't because I because there is no hope. I mean, you could get to the end of the movie and you're like, it's it's like. <laughs> Did you see the end of the movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, the whole reason was that the signal that they were sending to Tomorrowland was destroying the Earth. Well, no, kinda. Yeah. The George Clooney, as a kid, makes this this device. Yeah. That's able to see into the future and the past, mm. and then it's made of tachyon waves that are that are letting allowing them to do that. Mm. Well, the Techion waves are producing possible futures, not just one future. Right. And that it's Hugh Laurie, Dr. House, has he, he kind of realizes that no matter what images are being shown to us, you know, subliminally, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, you know what? The world's going to get fucked up. And you look at the polar caps. As many times as we've warned you, you've ignored it. Right. So you know what? Fuck you. I'm not even going to, you know, like, there were, supposed to be the idea was that Tomorrowland, once it got all built and finished, they were going to be like, hey, people, here's a bright new tomorrow mm. where you can, here's what we can do. 
when we all stop putting the petty bullshit aside mm-hmm. without money, without this, without that, when we use our dreams and our imagination, we can create anything. Right. But because of humanity kind of being like, they, they take the negative stuff and they're like, well, if that's going to happen, I don't have to do anything. I'm not held. To, if that's going to happen in my life, like if the world's going to get destroyed, I don't have to really try hard. So that's why they get complacent in their attitude. And that's why they decided the people of Tomorrowland or Hugh Laurie said, yeah, party's canceled. Right. You know, we're not going to pray because you guys don't give a shit. You're just going to destroy this the way you've destroyed the world mm-hmm. or you're destroying the world. You're just going to sit back and let it happen. So of course, George is like, you know, he gets kicked out of Tomorrowland mm-hmm. and, you know, and they meet the girl. And then it's like one of those things where she, she can change the view. Because she's an optimist. She believes, no, does, just because it looks bleak doesn't mean it has to be. Yeah. We can change it. We still have the ability to change it. And George Clooney's like, Clooney's like, yeah, whatever. You, you, no. And then there's this little robot chick, you know, that helps him, you know, mm-hmm. they get to Tomorrowland. And Hugh Laurie's like, no, this is inevitable. Right. What's the point? And the girl realizes that because of the signal of the, of the disc that she had the little button that makes her flip in and out. Mm-hmm. Which was obviously not just a, a it was wasn't a gateway to Tomorrowland. It was a an invitation to say we want you to come to Tomorrowland. This is what you can expect if you come. Right. Um, she's like, well, look, if that the way that works, if we apply that to this, we can shut it down and we can kind of reverse the effects that the te- that people are having. It's it's not necessarily. It's kind of inadvertently showing them possible futures. The only one, it depends like how the saying goes in the movie, there's two wolves. One of darkness and bleakness, and there's one of hope and you know, of and love, mm. which it how what which one wins depends on which one you feed. Yeah. So the machine, thanks to Hugh Laurie, was feeding it the kind of negative images. Mm. So she's like, Well, let's just turn it off and see, you know, see if we can, and then let people kind of it will save the world kind of thing. Yeah. Because then they'll say you might wake up more dreamers to go, oh, well, maybe tomorrow won't be as bad. So eventually, of course, it's a movie, so they kind of succeed in doing that. But it's not, it was about the whole, like, it's the ideal of, of you know what? We need, like, it's the it's a movie for dreamers. Yeah. It's that tomorrow can be better. Yeah. All you got to do is you have to want it to be better. And, you know, if you don't have those restraints behind you, to be able to kind of open up your mind and kind of go, you know what? I don't know what's ahead of me, but why not try it anyway? Mm-hmm. Because you never know what's going to happen. It's better than doing nothing. Yeah. You know, kind of like, you know, it's asking, sitting there and saying why not instead of why. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a, a two-hour version of that. So I was like, all right. And a couple times I got like a little choked up about the whole like, as much of a, of a realist I am, to me a realist is, uh, what do you call it, is a optimist who's seen too much shit. Yeah. There's that still optimistic part of me that kind of goes, yeah, we can, why don't we have flying cars? Oh, because of this, 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 and this. Why don't we have them? We, come on, we can do it. Like, yeah. There's that little kid in me that kind of goes, I want flying cars. I want a hoverboard. I want it to be great. <laughs> As I say, it took, it took a movie and, and people you know, talking about the fact that the you know like oh the the future's coming like we we should we should have hoverboards to now we have hoverboards well i mean look at star trek look at the 1960 original series of star trek a lot of the stuff that we have today is based upon people who saw that as kids and who were like oh my god i want that we got to find and figure out a way to do that mm. like they they flash back to george clooney as a kid and he's like well, why'd you make it because well, it's fun yeah 
you know, like what's wrong with just having fun with it? Or, you know, why did you make it? Well, because I was tired of waiting around for someone to make it for me. Yeah. Like it's that kind of like, it's a movie to kind of invigorate that kind of spirit. Like Mm. why wait for someone to invent something? Why don't you go out and try to invent it yourself? Yeah. Find a way to make it to it come to light. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a movie of hope and of like possibilities mm-hmm. and not just the inevitable like, yeah, we're all just a we're just a speck of dust on a giant rock hurling ourselves through the galaxy and inevitably the sun will die out and kill us off. Yeah, but until then, can't we have fucking flying cars? Like, you know, no. Why? Because we're all going to die. What's the point? Because it's fun. Yeah. Well, no. And, and that, that, that's kind of like the, the dichotomy of the storyline. It's like, no, well, why? Why Why just because you think tomorrow's bleak? Why do you got to piss on everybody else's parade, man? Right. So I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I'll have to see it again. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know, again, you weren't in the right environment. No, I mean, I would think like, oh, yeah, I'm on a cruise. It's at midnight. I got no responsibilities. I had just been relaxing and lounging on a boat all day. <laughs> Let me go watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then trying to stay up, you know, because we, when we get back, we have to go to Disney World and yeah, ha- hang out. And then, it, and then it runs 24 hours. So you want to try and get as much of that 24 hours. Uh, excuses. Now, okay, you at the time back then, like I told my dad about the story of how you got your little Tomorrowland yeah. thing. But dad's like, did Ed find out, ask, figure out if it worked yet or not? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, if his worked, he wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> You'd be like, huh, what? Huh? You have you even tried. You've just established that you're not a dreamer. You don't believe in it. I created this dream for you. <laughs> what dream? This dream that we're living in of a podcast, a three-hour show, done on live, AquanetRadio.com. Wasn't I the one who talked you into doing this? <laughs> but, but I did. <laughs> but didn't I build you the empire? Did you? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed, Sure. <laughs> I, it's just luck of the draw. <laughs> hey, Ed, what do we need? We need this. All right, I'll get it. O- okay. You know what, Sean? I'm kind of surprised it lasted this long. You are? Really? I, I thought you'd be bored by it by the end of six months. That's totally good. Uh, you know, oh you get excited. You, you're the one of those type of people that are like instant gratification. You want it. You get excited. You drool over it. Yeah. You get it. You 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 I, play dog. If I get your car, <laughs> and then it's know like, what to do with it. Hey, and then it's like the next the next thing comes out. You're like, oh, forget that. I'm I'm the, I'm on this. <clears throat> it's like you know, and you're you just keep moving to the next thing. I mean, you know. So what you're saying is is that you were pessimistic about this whole endeavor. <laughs> I was not pessimistic about this endeavor. I was pessimistic that the fact that you were involved. <laughs> right. Point being is the big P word pessimistic. <laughs> Was involved in it. <laughs> that kind of attitude yeah. does not belong to Tomorrowland, Ed. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the maybe the button doesn't work for you because you don't want Tomorrowland. Right, you know what? I'll let you try it. We'll get. Um, yes, we'll go. I'm gonna be like, yeah. And I'm gonna. I like. Obviously, I don't disappear. Yeah. So I can say anything. Like, you, like <laughs> if if it does work, you wouldn't believe me anyway. That's true. Because <laughs> what I thought was cute was that because it was like a, a giant, big holographic image. Yeah. Like she would walk in the walls when she was trying to, you know, wander around. So that's why she went to that big, giant field. But like, if you hand me that, if it works, I'm just going to be stumbling the walls. Yeah. And you're going to laugh at me. 
<laughs> You'd be like, ha, ha, see, it doesn't work. No, it worked. I was in a flight. You saw, there was flying cars. I was, there was jetpacks, and I was going to go. Actually, I don't, I don't know if you do want to do it in my house. I want you to hit my walls. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll go somewhere. So we'll I'll, I'll blindfold you. And then hit, you hit the, I'll tell you hit the button, and then take the blindfold oh, off. Oh, yeah, because nothing – because all things could happen when it starts off with, let me blindfold you first. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to pull <laughs> Just drive me around. <laughs> no, no, go a little, go a little Keep further. Going. Keep going. All of a sudden, you hear in the distance. Pull off the. I'm like, where am I? I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like, Is this Tomorrowland? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm here. This is awesome. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm in Newark. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Hey, you'll never guess. Tomorrowland. It's beautiful. Sort of. A lot of beaten up cars. And cars with no wheels. I, I think they don't have cars. Because there's no wheels on them. They don't need windshields either. So I guess the, the air is perfect. You know? Everything's got this kind of charred look to it. <laughs> no, Sean, I dropped you off at Camden. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know. You know I mean, I didn't hate the movie. I mean, I, I did right. enjoy the movie. I'm not saying you were like, damn you, Tomorrowland, <laughs> and damn you, Clooney. <laughs> I will never buy any coffee maker <laughs> that you want to push. Cappuccino or not? I mean, I am surprised he's in that commercial. I'll be honest with you, you know, because like you said, like he's a star. Yeah, it's not like he needs the money. <laughs> right. like, it's not clear, unless his wife's been sucking it all out. He's like, oh my god, I'm getting bankrupt. What's going to do? I got to get a job. Big wage if you do me anything. I got this coffee. I'll do it. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I don't care. I'll do it. Gets me out of the house for a weekend. <laughs> They're going to make an all-female cast of Ocean's Eleven. I'm in! I'm in! I'll help produce it. And I'll just hang around the set. Just kind of watch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, other than that, my week was kind of eh, average as well. Like, mm-hmm. Not a lot of... Uh, I worked mostly. We had the uh, big uh, midnight launch for Fallout 4 and uh, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, it went okay. I'll give. I'll talk. Well, you, we'll talk more in the hour too, of course. Oh you know, yes, about... when I get my review of War, War never changes. <laughs> Fallout Four. What? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Until then, though, I, did, I also did not go to the movies this weekend. Yeah, nothing really out that I was interested in. But that doesn't mean I'm not curious to know what's on the number one spot of the box office. All right. Like, what do you got for me this week? All right. Number five is uh, the number the thirty three. Came in number five. It was a new release this week, oh, so it made yeah. $5.8 million over the weekend. That's the story about the cave-in That's uh, right. in the mine. Yes. I have no budget, so I don't know how much it... Uh... Yeah, I think it usually comes out next week. Yes. Uh, number four was the number three movie, The Martian. It made $6.7 million over the weekend and 207.4 overall in the seven weeks of release. Awesome. So uh, it has a $108 million budget, so it's almost doubled. Uh, it's... Uh... Going. Oh, okay. Okay, munchy boy. Uh, the number three movie was a new release, Love the Coopers. Love the Coopers? What the hell is Love <laughs> the Coopers? I don't know. Now I'm curious. 
Well, it made $8.4 million over the weekend. And again, I don't have a budget for that one yet because uh, it's a new release. Okay. The number two movie was the number two movie last week, The Peanuts Movie. It made $24.2 million over the weekend and 82.4 overall in the two weeks release and has a $99 million budget. So it's uh, another weekend uh, should uh, hit it. All right. I got it. All right. It's a holiday movie, Ed. Oh, okay. It's got who? How much money did you say it made this weekend? <laughs> it made uh, 8.4. Okay. Because according to IMDb, it's getting a 5.6 out of 10. It's got a 17% Rotten Tomatoes and a 29% of Metacritic. Take that for what it is. <laughs> um, it's for their annual Christmas Eve celebration. Sam Cooper, played by John Goodman, and his wife Charlotte, played by Diane Keaton, welcome four generations of extended families, including son Hank, played by Ed Helms, daughter Eleanor, and Charlotte's father Bucky, played by Alan Arkin. Sam and Charlotte are separating after 40 years of marriage, while Hank is unemployed and in the middle of a divorce. As each guest reveals their respective problems, they also rediscover the importance of kinship and the spirit of the holiday. I just saw the I just saw the trailer for this. I didn't realize it was coming out this weekend. <laughs> like I literally just saw the trailer. I think like Friday or Saturday. So it's like, come see this movie. I guess this weekend. Ooh. I mean, okay, uh, Olivia Wilde's in it. I, I always find her pretty, but yeah. I don't know if I could sit through this movie. <laughs> I do find it odd that. Uh, yeah, I'm just like. Uh, I'm surprised. I I haven't heard John Goodman's name in a long time either for a movie. So. Um, that's because I don't know if you've seen him lately. Yeah, like he like lost over like a hundred pounds. Did he? Yeah, he's like super thin now. I mean, I, I I did see like he was in the trailer, you know, and it was John Goodman, and I'm like, he looks different, you know, but he still because probably looked thinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw he was kind of I saw a picture of him recently, and he looked relatively thinner than I did last time I saw him, where he was already kind of it was like. He was shrinking, like the it was a mid shrink, I guess you guys. Yeah, because like you know, John Goodman is the big guy. Yeah, you know. But then when I saw a picture of him, they were like, "Oh, he lost like X amount of pounds, and he looked thinner." And then when I saw him, not I think this week, he looked even thinner. I was like, "Oh my god, John Goodman's fading away!" <laughs> oh my god, quick, someone go back to the past and save him because apparently his mom fell in love with somebody else. <laughs> Because I can see, I can see him fading away in pictures. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, speaking of that, like I over the weekend we went to Barnes and Noble to look at books, and there was the books. Ul- what are those? I'm sorry, <laughs> there was an ultimate uh, Back to the Future guide, and it was a it was a hard cap book about the trilogy. But in there, they had like things pit, like posted in there, like the picture of the fading kids. Okay, the letter was in an envelope of like don't open this till 1985. For, uh, you know, when uh, okay, yeah. Michael J. Fox character gave it to Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. right? And there were some other things, you know, that was in there. But it was it was an interesting book. But I just, you know, when you said what that, remind about it. Marty, yeah. we have to document our procedure and make a lot of money off it. Oh, it sounded like that. <laughs> I don't know where else came in. All right. The number one movie, Spectre, made $35.4 million over the weekend and 130.7 overall in the two weeks release. And it's a $245 million budget, so it's uh, got a little ways to go yet. Huh? All right. Well, but still uh, number one. Yeah, it'll be fine. Next, Well, next weekend, probably see it drop because uh, uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 comes out. Oh, yeah. You will have my review on that one. All right. I can't wait to see that one. My dad's more excited to see it than I am. <laughs> I'm surprised the shit out of me because I remember, um, I think we saw the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, we didn't see the first one. I 
I bought the first one and I watched it. I'm like, okay, it's not a bad movie. I, him and I went to go see the second one. And he was like, that was really good. When's the third one coming out? I'm like, next year. He's like, I can't wait. So when we saw the last one. He was like, when's part two coming? I'm like, next year. He's like, man. He's like, you may got to live around till then. Like, yes, dad. <laughs> he's like, all right, fine. Well, I, I joke. <laughs> <laughs> he always says that joke. I mean, I got to be around for a couple more years. Yes, you do. So the third one coming out, he's like, he's like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. He loves every time he, we pass by the poster of her all in red sitting in that white chair in the white background. Mm-hmm. He's like, I cannot wait to see that movie. I'm like, all right. He's like, I saw the trailer, and it looks like they got monsters in it this time. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, like monsters, and there's explosions. I'm like, wow, okay, Dad. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can't wait. I'm like, all right. He's like, that should have, he's like, and it's based on a, a book. I'm like, yeah, kind of like a teen book kind of thing, you know. He's like, wow, how come you know, never had books like that when I was a kid? I was like, I don't remember having, I don't remember being around when I was a kid either. Yeah, it probably was, but it was. I never really read teen novels for some reason. I guess because I was when I was a teenager, I didn't need to read shit that I'm living through. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like I went right from like once I became, I always read as a kid. Yeah. But when I started to, my big boy books were like, hey, I think vampires, so let me read a vampire novel. <laughs> I just the big boy books. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I could tell with that without pictures, Ed, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know? And then, uh, you know, when I, when I, it was like, hey, look, here's a Stephen King novel. Or like, while other people were reading The Hobbit, I was reading The Dragonlance Chronicles. Mm. I never got into the Goosebump book series or the... You know, Hunger Games book series. I never, I never was in that. I don't know if it's because it came before, after me, or I was just oblivious to it at the time because I was too busy doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I guess that's you know. Well, I was saying there was we were the pre-internet, you know, back then. So the internet, like, we had read. Yeah. So it wasn't like you could see like there like a book, you know, like somebody talk about a book on. Online, you go, oh, you know, it sounds interesting. I like, I want to read that, you know. Yes, when we were younger, we actually did have to judge a book by its cover. Cover, right? (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I remember grabbing Uh, books, going, "Well, this cover looks interesting. What's on the back?" And I read the back and go, "Oh, okay. Oh, what the hell? Why not?" Like, I I stumbled across a lot of a few books that I like just by the cover alone. Yeah, but then I'd be like, "Oh my god, I love this cover. I'm buying it." Read the book and shit. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I learned. I'm like, I gotta be. Even if you read the back, I'm like, yeah. Like now, I love vampire novels, but all the vampire novels are all like, oh, and I loved him so much. It's like, no, where's the blood? Where's the gore? Give me the horror aspect. I don't care about the love story. Like, give me blood. <laughs> I know because well, well, like I said, the back of the book they always promote it, and you're always like fascinated by. It. You're like, this sounds awesome, and you yeah. read, you're like. This is a piece of shit. This is the worst. But that's the same as like like the trailers, you know, like the best Bond movie ever made. I'm yes. like, no, they're not going to say, yeah, it's mediocre. You know, take it, take it or leave it. Like, <laughs> we spend over a hundred million dollars on shit. Come see it, <laughs> see it, see it, see it. <laughs> hey, speaking of a hundred million dollars on shit, did you see what I posted on our Facebook page? Uh, the Shia LaBeouf watching all his movies like the last three days. You know, I, I briefly, I didn't read it, but I, I did see a post it. But what's, what's, what's it about? It's about, you know. What's it about? Three pages long, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 um, basically, what he was doing is he was streaming himself watching his movies. <laughs> now, at first, you kind of think, oh, my God, he's gone completely apeshit nuts. Yeah. 
but he actually wound up like kind of winning people over again. <laughs> really? Yeah, because he's like, and he started backwards. He started with his most recent movie and worked all the way back to the Even Stevens movie. Okay. All right. So you see him, you watch him watch all of his movies and see his own reaction because I don't think a lot of times he he's seen his own movies. Yeah. So like. Um, the one we one I posted on our Facebook page, Geeks Radio, go go over there and like it. Um, you see, they kind of go, "This is when he's watching this movie because yeah. he was streaming live, and it was like he fell asleep watching Transformers three, <laughs> and you could see the look of like what the fuck's going on in this movie kind of thing. Like you can honestly see the reaction of his face of you know like like oh my god, this movie's crap. Yeah. I'm just gonna I know we've all been there. But he goes back. He like he does the he does the Fury movie movie he does um all the transformer movies all the three that he was in yeah starting backwards obviously um he also did the uh nip the he was in this like i don't i don't i haven't seen it yet but the nymphomaniac volume one and volume two okay he kind of watched that um kind of watched he kind of he watched it then he watched like disturbia and all, like all his movies holes and stuff like that and then they said the most the best fan reaction that he got was when he was watching the even stevens movie now, have you ever seen even Steve? No, he played um, a brother on a TV show, like Brother and Sister, but it was a Disney Channel show. Yeah. And it was hysterical. It was just funny. Like, I used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is as an adult watching it. Yeah. You know, because my mom was a Disney, a Disney Network fanatic. Like, she loved Hannah Montana. Right. You know, I'm kind of glad she's passed on to not see what the hat, what, yeah, was, Matt, what she's doing now. What Smiley Cyrus is doing now. Right. right. But I mean, and I always liked Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. You know, um, they showed him at the Indiana Jones, watching Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. That's my, that's the one I'm interested in. You got to, we'll have to, I'll see if you, during break, I'll see if I actually get like a full, like reported, see kind of like, um, they do like snapshots of, this is what his face looked like when he was watching this movie and this movie. But he was actually laughing out loud and hysterical because there was it wasn't just him by himself. He was actually in a theater. It was like a film festival of Shia LaBeouf's movies. You know <laughs> what? How many people were in the audience? The theater was packed. Was it? Yeah, it, it was like a packed audience. <laughs> was it free to get in? I don't know. I would have gone, dude. I so would have gone, <laughs> knowing that. Look at it this way. Uh, I mean, I mean, God, great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, you know what? I, I don't want to, don't want to really down him as a bad actor you know because because i'm, I'm you know like I, I i heard whole i didn't i haven't really seen any of his early works but i heard even stevens was good was Holes awesome. was good you know like a lot of his early works was good and there's some other like current ones that he was pretty good in but i mean your track record of, of your the major motion pictures that i can say that everybody could say either they saw or they heard about at least but yeah, also plus his antics outside of the theater, yeah. like the drunkenness and all that kind of stuff, doesn't really paint a good picture of him, his character. Yeah. But he also, but at this point, I don't know if he's acting all the time or not, because he also did the, it. this was kind of more like an art piece, I guess you can kind of say, where he invited people, like it was a, a marathon of his movies that he was going to watch and stream himself watching these movies and you can go to the theater to watch it with him. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there was a price tag or not. I would assume there would be. Right. I mean, if not, I, but the theater was like, when you saw the screen, the stills of him, there's people all around them. Like mm. he's, it's packed and they're all having the same kind of reactions as he's having. Like he, he's seen the more of part of an audience than an actual kind of like, look at me, I'm a star. Yeah. Like, 
And, you know, like, I have, you know, no seats around me. He was in, like, it looked like just a regular movie theater with a camera in front of him, you okay. know, to stream his reactions. And it wasn't, like, a big, bright camera. I mean, it was dark. It was, you know, because obviously it's a movie theater. You don't yeah. want to disturb everybody else. But it was it was fascinating to kind of, like, read, not read the article, but also seeing his reaction to some of his own works. Yeah. And, you know, but also he did that, um, that, I guess you want to say, like, artsy kind of thing where he sat at a table with a bag over his head and say I'm famous and then people were coming in I think paying like a dollar or whatever he they wanted to pay yeah sit down in front of him to just yell at him about whatever like if I guess whatever was going on at the time like being all alcoholic the shitty movies he was in yeah that kind of stuff um and and then yet you know he pulls out a tooth for a fury yeah you're like well is this guy being method or he's just batshit crazy yeah. who knows so then to see him kind of revert back to watch the Even Stevens movie, to see him laughing along as if he was a kid again, like he's never, I don't know if he's ever seen the movie, but it was kind of charming to see somebody laugh at a, you know, I don't know, like he seemed to be really enjoying himself. Like he kind of not like, hey, that's me up on screen. It was, oh my God, that movie's actually kind of funny. I'm like yeah. laughing along, like completely separating himself from the actor versus the person. Well, here, you know, that brings up an interesting point, you know, oh, boy. the whole thing, because I, I, I can't remember the actress's name, but we went to a question and answer, me and my wife, and she was, it was an actor in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she played the Vengeance Demon in... Oh, um, what do you call it? She's actually coming to uh, um, Supergirl. Yes. Um, God, you, um, keep going. Emma Watson. Yes. Not Emma no, Watson. No, Emma Watson. No, no. It's Emma Colfield. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Eventually, you would have got it. Yes, anyway, I got it. Like I said, well, eventually, you did. You did. All right. All right calm down. Jeez. Don't be All super right. sensitive. All right. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So. So, she, during the question and answer, they were talking about a movie she was in. It was a horror movie. And Trick or Treat. Okay. I don't remember the name of okay, the film. Thank, I'm, I'm, okay, yeah. good. Thank you for filling that in. Fill, I'm, filling, I'm, filling in that blank. Because I'm also looking at her IMDb. The DMV page. She's going to play Cameron Chase on uh, Supergirl, by the way. Oh, okay. So, all right, Ken. Anyway. Uh, she said something that was interesting was the fact is, is that the, the director and the people that like got her the, the role or, you know, for the audition, she got the role was the film was going to go in one direction. And then of course, after the film was made, they re-edited the film because they didn't like the way it turned out. So they, they, they from my understanding, um, the movie was an anthology movie. Yeah. Like a design, the, the one that was out in the theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it was originally supposed to be. I guess maybe like a, a central plot. Yeah, and and and, and it was it, they totally changed the movie on her basically, okay. and she didn't know until she saw the film. Oh, okay. You know, and they nobody told her. Nobody right. was like, oh, we're making a change. Blah blah blah. Like they basically paid her for her time. She did her job. She did her job, and like whatever the film happens is the way it is. So she apologized because she's like, I feel bad that this movie, the way it turned out, because. It wasn't what they said because it was fascinating the way she's described it. Now, I can't remember what it was because this was years ago as a kid. So, you know, take what it is. My right. memory is shit anymore. Now. Yeah, obviously, because I'm the one feeding you. Going, no, she was in this. Yeah. So that that brought me to an easier point. Now you're talking about the, the Shia LaBeouf and seeing on the movies, you know, kind of thing. Say like, because I know you don't listen to the show. I don't listen to the you show. You know, because you, you can't stand the sound of your voice. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, always surprised me. Other people can. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, imagine now, okay, instead of doing this, like if we got a job doing a movie, like we were DJs in a horror movie. Oh, we had like a guest shot, like we yeah. weren't the stars, but we yeah. had like a walk-on part. Yes. 
Well, I would watch that movie, obviously, because it's a welcome part. Like, yeah. it's not. But if you, I don't know, like, if you were like, hey, Geeksters the movie. Yeah. Starring Ed and Sean. Yeah. And we acted in it. Yes. I don't know if I could watch it. <laughs> really? I don't, I don't think I could. <laughs> because I don't like the way I look in pictures. Yeah. Because I'm fat. Yeah. I don't like the way I look in pictures. So why would I want to see me fat on a giant silver screen acting? <laughs> like if someone said, hey, you know what? Um, we're going to be started filming in like uh, six months. Yeah. You know, or like, hey, we're in pre-production. We'll give, you a pers- we'll give you a personal trainer. I'm in. Okay. I don't, you know, obviously I'll do that. But I don't know if I'd still watch the movie. I might watch the movie. Just kind of. Jeez, oh, I don't know. It's like now I'm starting in my head. I'm going. Well, it's just saying that. Okay, now here's the thing. Like, like I have seen stuff that was in him. In, yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, but imagine like now, like like you, you like we have a premiere and like we have to be there for press. You know, like, <laughs> okay. You're like, would you do it? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I would. You do the press part, but would like <gasps> would you go? Everybody walks in the theater. And you just take a stage. I probably would. I'd be like, nah, exit stage <laughs> left. Nah. <laughs> um, I would be like. Oh, uh, well, I like sitting in the back. Yeah. So they, I would probably sneak out at some point just so they obviously won't notice me because they're all looking forward. <laughs> all of a sudden, like, you're like, the, oh, fire exit. <laughs> no, I mean, I would be like, hey, everybody else, thank you. Thank you for coming to Geeksters the movie. Geeksters the movie. <laughs> Don't forget Geeksters the t shirt. Geeksters the flamethrower. Kids are going to love this one. <laughs> <laughs> Geeksters, the comic book. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I would. I would show up, sure, because it's promoting the show, and I mean, promoting the movie, and yeah. and you know, I would have to be somewhat stunned that people are actually showing up to watch it. You know, I mean, I'd be like, well, it's not like tomorrow we're going to short shoot oh, the like, film, like, and like, hey, everybody, welcome to the Geeksters Film Festival, <laughs> and I reenact all your favorite movies. <laughs> 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 Didn't Jack Black do that movie already? Where the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do Blazing Saddles. <laughs> uh, we wore a blazing saddle. You know, it'll be uh, all the movies that we inspired us as children. Even <laughs> maybe Blazing Saddles, Young Frank. It's like a lot of Melbourne Mel- 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 Yes. You know. Um, and a lot of reenactment of cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> See me in a big giant Bugs Bunny costume. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Dick? <laughs> you, I'm hunting rabbits. You, you could be either Daffy Duck or Elmer Fudd. In Dural, both Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd. You'll, you'll be the Lon Chaney of the Geeksters movies. <laughs> That's right. The man of a thousand faces. <laughs> Yeah. And the voice of one. <laughs> I think he sounds like me. <laughs> what do you think Daffy Duck sounds like? Uh, sounds like me. How about Elmer Fudd? Yeah, me. Maybe. Me too. <laughs> me with an accent. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I would go. I would definitely would go. Sure, why not? I mean, okay. I would go to the premiere. I would sit down. I would wait till the lights got dark. And I would probably would watch maybe like the first few minutes of it. Because, I don't know, I've never been in a movie before. Maybe I would enjoy seeing yeah. it. Um, but the moment I, I see myself and, I, like... You, you cringe, you get that cringe moment. You're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable with the whole thing. You leave. I mean, I'd th- I would think it's somewhat of an outer body experience because, believe it or not, something you might not have known, Ed, I actually did some theater. 
Did you? Yes. <laughs> you know, in high school and, you know, in juniors, you know, the, the school plays. I was not like, hello, my honey, hello, my dad. I was never in the big musicals, but like right. elementary school and junior high. Right. It was, hey, we're doing a production of this. Who wants to do it? Oh, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Because at one point, I think I, I had dreams of being an actor. I mean, who didn't as a kid? You had the, the, the fame and the, I want to be an action movie star, like, that kind of thing. I want love scenes. You know? <laughs> at the age of eight. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, so... It would, I think it would be kind of surreal. I mean, the idea of uh, you know seeing yourself on a screen is kind of like having that outer body experience of seeing you watch yourself in a play. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe I don't know. I I don't know if I'd be critical about it. I'd be going, oh, "Why'd you say it like that?" You know, <laughs> like no, oh, I, I I don't know if I could because I'm critical. It's I can't. I don't like the sound of my voice on audio. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it transfer over in film. I probably guess the same. Okay. You know? But I don't know if I would. I don't know. I probably would just to kind of say, yeah, I did it. But then maybe sneak out the back like, at some point. <laughs> at some point, I mean, be like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't watch it. I'll I mean, I, I, I'll be like, stop You know, we got a Q and A afterwards. Shit. <laughs> I'll be in the back. Just wait. I'll wait till it's done. Like I would probably have to know how it's like. Yeah, I guess I. Would. Okay, I would sit through it once. Okay, once in the season in the opening, the world premiere or the premiere of the movie. I'd sit there. I'd watch it. I'd do a Q and A afterwards or a podcast. You yeah. know? And then well, it would be a Q and A podcast. Okay, let's be realistic. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, just to kind of see how it ends because you know they never do filming. Very rarely do they filming in chronological order. Yeah, yeah. You're so right. definitely be like, okay, today we're gonna do act, you know, this scene, okay, and then you never really know how it's gonna all meld together. Well, I'm mean, obviously you do because you read the script. Yeah, but you never know what they took out, what they put in, what they, yeah. you know, like, like what's my motivation? Yeah, the you're there. <laughs> I, I can work with that. <laughs> you're pissed that this movie sucked. Yeah, yeah stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what about you? Oh, I, I, I'd be thrilled. I'd be, I would be on board. I would be there. Really? Like, you I would, watch I would, e- I would even go to like private, sc- like screenings at like live theaters because you know what? I've, I've, I've performed. I've done musical things. I've performed on live on stage. Honey, who is it? I don't know. There's just some guy at the door. Want to watch a movie? <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> My name's Ed. It's called Geeksters. You're gonna love it. All right, it's about an hour and a half. Enjoy it. It's awesome, isn't it? All right, have a nice night. That good next door. Hi, I'm Ed. Want to watch a movie? <laughs> Come door to door. But I mean, like, like I've, I've seen myself, like, and like, well, you've were in a band. I'm in a band, but like, like, even like when I was in high school, like in an orchestra or a jazz band or something like that. <sighs> there's moments that you just sit there, right? You know, <laughs> I can't sit still. Like, I've I've learned the fact that I I'm not the person to just sit there quietly. You think I would, but I'm not. I'm very fidgety kind of a person. Right, okay. So I laugh at myself. Like, I see myself fidgeting around, and I'm laughing because I, I think it's hysterical that I'm right. – because I can look like a dork. Oh, uh, okay. So when you watch yourself, you see yourself fidgeting around, yeah, you laugh? I laugh. I'm like, you know, I, I mean, to me, it's only funny. Like, everybody else thinks you're look like, I look like a screwball. You look but, like an ass, Ed. Yeah. I think I look funny. <laughs> funny I, I look like an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. What do you want? You know, like, you know, and people laugh at it, you know, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's that's the way it is. I do the show every week. <laughs> I humiliate myself week after week. I mean, like, what do you want? I mean, you know, like, exactly. I have, I have no problems 
doing this on a big silver screen. I would I would even I would even get the, I would turn the trainer down. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to do this El Natural. In fact, I'm going to go so natural. Anytime you pay, you you film me from the waist up, no pants. <laughs> I'll wear boxer shoes. I wear a thong. That's right. I'll wear for the wide shots. I'll wear pants, obviously. But when we're behind this desk, sans pants. <laughs> That's how I live. So that way, when I see myself on that silver screen, I'm going, Psst, see that shot right there? I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> How's that get you? Hey, that'd be a Q&A. So what were you thinking there during that time with, you know, for all the studio filming? Well, quite honestly, I was just finding it funny that I, that whole scene you watch, didn't wear pants. <laughs> no, you're kidding. Oh, swear to God, Sean, did I wear pants? No, he didn't wear pants, folks. He wore a thong. I don't know why. He just felt like it, he thought it'd be funnier. <laughs> No, sure. It's my little. It's a little joke for me. <laughs> it, it's a it what they would call an Easter egg. <laughs> a little little known fact, so you can tell your friends yep. when you go see the movie. Hey, I was at that Q and A. Guess what? Ed not wearing pants in that scene. <laughs> really? Yep, he's right out of his mouth. I don't believe you. Uh, we'll have to make sure it's on DVD extras. <laughs> it's gonna be on the better feature. We'll do the audio commentary. The audio commentary means just be gone. I don't know why I'm doing this again. I didn't like watching it the first time. Uh, you know, yeah, it was fun to make the movie, but here I am actually watching the movie to talk about the movie, and you're just going, wait, 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 wait. Here's a scene where I have no pants on. <laughs> uh, he's like, yes, that's right, folks. He has no pants. <laughs> I have no sense. He has no pants. And together, we're geeksters. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I would do it once. I, again, I'll try almost anything once. So yeah, I guess I would. I mean, what what if though it was like like <clears throat> like a really funny picture? Like people were like talking about it for like, like something that would last like like how we talk about blazing saddles yes. and baseballs. Yes, um, I would be thrilled by that. Yeah, and I I mean obviously I would watch it at least once. Yeah, I wouldn't be like you know what I'm kind of bored. I you know what I watch. Myself, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, because that's the thing. Like, you don't think of it's like it's like how many times does the actors really like watch themselves in, in in performances? Right, like you know, they might watch something like like oh, I'm doing the sequel to you know, uh, Even Stevens, like right. Even Stevens two, the Even few, Stevens two, fifty years later, or whatever. You know, so Shia LaBeouf's like, well, what, what did David Stevens like? Ah, it's been such a long time. Let me watch it again, and like that's what I could see. Okay, to kind of get back into this, right? But that, but like as a normal, like coming on ABC, even Stevens. Oh, I gotta catch that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, there are like that's weird because um, I know Kevin Smith because when he directs, he also edits, so he sees a movie like a thousand times before yeah. actually before we see it. Hey. I do know that like the people like now lately the thing is. Uh, cast live tweeting during the show, so they're obviously watching, watching the show yeah, right. while you're interacting, which I might be more interested in doing because I'm not. I don't have to fully pay attention to myself on screen because yeah. I'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I said that." Oh my god, what the fuck am I wearing? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I said it like that. Like, have you yeah. me? Like, hey, who's the fat slob on TV? Oh, it's me. You know. You're just too critical about yourself. I am. I am very. And my girl smacks me in the back of the head every time I do that. She's like, "What are you talking about?" You know, uh, like right now, I'm in the fitness. Fitness whole people in my mouth. 
You ever see that meme? <laughs> That's my favorite. This little dog sitting in a chair, and there's a pizza in front of him. I'm in the fitness, fitting this whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> it's just it's just sadder to see that live and hear it get on the radio. <laughs> Because you, you, you bulk, like, like all of a sudden, like, your I, I, chest I, I, heaves I, out, your I, shoulders I, go up. My, my <laughs> I'm going to defeat this. Put this whole pizza in my mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I'd probably, I don't think I'd be like, hey, I'm going to buy season one of Geeksters on DVD. <laughs> I, maybe I would kind of just say I have it. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd be like. Yeah, I'm bored. What am I going to watch? Oh, myself. <laughs> like, I'm obviously not enough. Uh, I don't enjoy my company enough when I'm alone. I have to go keep myself entertained. Why would I go pick something I'm in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, but I can understand, like, if I'm, if we're part of an, excuse me, if I, we're part of an ensemble cast, yeah. and let's say, like, I don't know what you're filming, I, I probably would watch it, just to kind of see how it gels all together, because... Yeah. Like I'm on, let's say I'm on set for like three days out of the week. Yeah. And you're on set three days a week out of the week, but only one of those days are both you and I on the set. Yeah. So we get to know what we're doing, but the other days I don't know what your your scenes are, what your or, scenes or, or are. I don't know what your scenes are. Right. So right. I might be kind of like, or if they do any kind of twist endings, like you know, like people who watch Arrow, there's like the, the whole button at the end that you're not part of. Yeah. That uh, you're going, oh, I, I probably would see that just to kind of see like. Really? That's what they do with the show? Holy crap. I just show them and say some lines and I'm done. Yeah. I didn't expect that ending. You know, <laughs> they're adding a floating midget <laughs> who's psychic. Never saw that coming because I wasn't there to film it that day. Yeah. And I find out that the, the, the floating midget psychic isn't even relative to our part of the show. It's like their own little plot line. Yeah, it's a subplot line. It's a subplot line that we'll never get involved in until like the very end of the show, yeah. like the season. So I would be watching the show for the floating psychic midget. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, fast forwarding through my scenes. <laughs> I might watch your scenes, but I'd be like, give me the floating midget, the psychic. I wonder if they know I'm watching. Like, oh, come on, like that's. I'd be more interested in that. Cause like, I'm not there for that. I don't. They don't give me those sheets. Do I see this? Uh, do I look at this? The script? No, I already have the job. They just give me my daily sheet. I read off of that, and then bam. <laughs> You know, the more we discuss this, the more I realize the fact this is when you go up to a celebrity and talk about something that you've seen a hundred times, like, see, like, Star Wars, you know, you go see Harrison Ford, and, you know, and he's annoyed. Now I know why. Because <laughs> he's like, I, I, don't, I don't fucking know. I go. I say the lines that are on the sheets. Whatever I'm not around for, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, how did you feel when Chewbacca went to the home planet while you were stuck on Tatooine? Ask him. I don't know. I didn't see it. I wasn't there for filming it. I wasn't there for filming it. You know? But you know what? That actually does bring up a good point. Yeah. It's a whole like watching yourself kind of thing. Um, what the hell's going on? There you go. Okay, there you go. John uh, Boyega. Yeah. He's in, um, yeah, we call it, he's Finn in episode seven, right? Yeah. I'm a fan of his Facebook page. Okay. To kind of give, kind of to, to, to put a button on this. Yeah. Um, and go to commercial, go to commercial, take a break, I mean. Yeah. Um, the, he actually videotaped himself watching the trailer. Yes. 
Uh, did you see it? Yes. Okay, and how he like the whole thing, the whole two and a half minutes. Yeah. How he was like, he was like leaning in, watching, so like watching all the scenes that he obviously wasn't in, because watching him going, huh, oh, and then when you know when he faces off against you know Kylo Ren. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but special effects and all, you never know what you're going to see. To see him completely flip out was hysterical. I'm going, I would like that. Like I would live for a moment like that. So yeah. maybe I would just to kind of go. Oh my God, that's me! How awesome is that? Holy crap, this is great! You know, <laughs> just to have that moment where you just kind of look at it from that that third eye perspective, yeah. we're just going, "Oh my God, they did that to me! I look like a badass!" Yeah, like what if I'm just standing there holding like holding a makeshift a like a stick, and I'm like, "I will get you, Ed! How dare you!" You know, obviously I would probably act better because yeah. I would say as a director, I'd be like, well, excuse me, can you just give a little bit something more? But me there swinging like a, just a knob. Less porno, more action movie. <laughs> go! <laughs> and you can, when we're doing the action scenes, you don't have to go. We have music already for that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just getting the character. You're not Captain Kirk. So just do your own thing. That was my thing. All right. Vroom, vroom, vroom. You don't like you don't have to do that either. Oh man, you're making it no fun. Trust me, we will look make you look cool. Okay. Swing, 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 fake a backflip, <laughs> fake a land. You know? <laughs> swing, swing, swing. I you will never defeat me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then <laughs> watch the final prod, the final thing, and just see me bouncing around like <laughs> 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 the look on your face when you do that, you're like, swing, swing, fake a black flip, fake a <laughs> You'll never get me, you face. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the excitement. Like, bang, boom, boom. <laughs> With the music. And I'll just be like, oh, my God, that looks great. That's awesome. That is way better than I gave them. <laughs> I was at a two. I was at a two with special effects. They had me at a nine. Holy mackerel. Acting's easy. <laughs> uh, let me see. We take a break. We'll come back and we'll get to DVD and releases. Sounds awesome. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back, folks. Hope you enjoyed that part one. I did. <laughs> I hope so. You were there. Was I? Yes. It feels like sometimes I'm not there at all. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there you have it, folks. I mean, that's part one. Um, join us for part two, where we give you new releases, mm. and we talk video games. Fascinating. And I give my review of... A game. I was going to say, you should, it's a shame we have to do all that intro, because it would be just great. I give my review of end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, what's he doing the game of? I don't know. Now I, gotta, now I, gotta, now I have to download part two. <laughs> Like instead of doing the old, hey, you can listen to us live on Sunday nights from on, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'll get to that in a minute, folks. It was just like, and in part two where I get my review of, and. Like we pulled, the Sopranos. We, no, it's the Avengers. <laughs> or we can rip, we actually, we'll, we'll rip it off like the Fantastic Four did. <laughs> <laughs> You guys ripping off of the Avengers. No, 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 no. We're ripping off Fantastic Four. They ripped off the Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Why did you do it that way? Remember you ever said in the movie Multiplicity? When you make a copy of a copy, it starts to fade. It may not be as smart or as sharp as the other one. So I like to think of us as the dumbed-down version of a, a copy. <laughs> So for the dumbed down version of Fantastic Four, yes. <laughs> Except we have, but we know we're the dumbed down version. We're not doing. We're not going highbrow. We're not trying to reinvent anything. Yeah. We're just copying what we see. We're just regurgitating the shit that they shoved down our throats on a day to day routine. There you go. You know. So it's gonna be like. Although I play video games. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. But anyway, if you enjoyed this hodgepodge of comedy and horror, you can listen to it Sunday nights live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. This is Rock When I Read on those apps. That'll be from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just in case I didn't say it earlier. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to myself talk. Because sometimes now at this point, saying all this is just automate, <laughs> automatic. So I'm not really sure if I say what I'm supposed to say. It's just a spew of words. <laughs> but I do know that if you like the show, you can go to Facebook and type in Geeksters Radio, and you'll see our Facebook page. Go give it a like. We know you're listening. We know you like it. So go like the page. We're just asking for just a little bit of support. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And while you're at it, bring a friend over. Show them the Facebook page. Hit the about button and go, dude. You gotta listen to these. You got to listen to these guys. They're kind of funny, mostly horrific, but kind of funny. And then you can go. Where did? Where can I find my own copy of this bizarre mishmash of pop culture and babbling and free roaming thought? Well, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com, or you can go to iTunes. And just type in Geeksters and you can just download your own version of this mishmash podgepodge of a show. Or if you're a Google user, you can download a podcast app from the Google Play Store, search for Geeksters, and we'll be there for you all our episodes. And if you want to contact Ed on something you might have seen or heard on the show or on the Facebook page or on Instagram or on Twitter, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean for any reason, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.